0: Hey everyone, welcome to season two of Be The Flame. I am your host, Amy Barilla. I am super excited to be kicking off this brand new season because we've decided moving forward that we're gonna do a video podcast. So you'll have two opportunities to hang out with me. Not only will you be able to hear me, you'll be able to see me too. So this should be extra fun for all of you. One of the things I want to remind all of you if you're brand new to this series is what Be The Flame is all about. One of the things that was really important to me when we created this series is we wanted a place where we could all gather collectively and have our opportunity to share space where fire and magic meet. And I think that's really important. There's a lot of stuff happening in the world right now and people are hungry for spiritual information. And I've been doing this body of energy work for over 13 years now, and I'm happy to have this opportunity to share all of that with all of you. Season two is gonna be different than the first season because I wanted to dive in and get a little bit spicy with some of the topics that we would be talking about. So some of the episodes are gonna be diving deeper into the realm of spirituality and talking about certain things that we might consider a little bit taboo. But you know what? I'm all about spice. And I hope that you will feel the same. So this episode is titled, I Am Mother to Many. And it's a topic that's near and dear to my heart. It's also a little bit of a trigger topic because I have made the conscious decision in this lifetime to be childless. And for other women who have made the same decision as I have, we kind of are in a special club, I feel, because there are a lot of myths surrounding women who have chosen a childless existence, and there are also a lot of societal pressures that are placed on women who have made this decision. So I want to dive deeper into honoring the fact that whether or not we have a child in this current lifetime— we are still mother to many that's very important to me but the way or the way that this journey unfolded is back in about 2012 i was working at the office and we had somebody come in and it was right around mother's day and she came in with boxes of candy and she handed out her boxes of candy but when she got to me she said you're not getting a box of candy because you have no babies And first of all, I was frozen in time. I felt that everything fell to a hush and everybody was looking at me. And I had two choices in that moment. I could have gone down the rabbit hole or I could have just stopped and taken a moment to examine possibly why she said that and what my response could have been. So I took this to a healer friend of mine, and she says, but Amy, what you don't recognize is that the work that you're doing with all these amazing children, you are actually mother to many. And that was a very profound moment for me because it helped me realize that I am still that mother. I am projecting and providing that nurturing divine energy to so many children and families. And I felt a lot better about that. So this is why I am mother to many is so important. So what I want to make sure that each of you know today is that the mother in me honors, supports, and recognizes the mother in each of you. Amen. So you may remember in season one, that we had a collective mantra or affirmation. And that's super important to me because everything is energy. And where when we share an affirmation, that has an energetic vibration behind it. So my main goal is for you to center yourself each time we gather and close your eyes, placing your hand over your heart. And that beat that's coming out of your chest is your soul talking to you and your life purpose talking to you. And as we say this affirmation together, always I rise. It's important that you're reminded that we can do hard things. We do hard things every day. But when we do hard things, we still sizzle, we're still super sexy, and we still shine. Some of the things that people will say to those who have not had a child biologically can be a trigger for women. And I wanted to share what some of those are. And some of these things have been said to me personally. One of the things that I was asked is, so when are you going to have kids? And when couples get married, that's like the first thing that friends and family will ask you. So now that you're married, when are you going to have kids? One of the other things is, who will take care of you when you're old? And that's one of the biggest myths that are surrounding people who, you know, whether you have children biologically or not, that's not um, a blueprint or a guarantee that when we reach that stage in our life or that golden season, that there's gonna be someone there to take care of us. That's what we hope for. You know, We have family and we have children and loved ones because we want them to support us and nurture us and be a care provider, but that's not always a guarantee. We see that happening all the time, but that's a very common statement people will make. Who will take care of you when you're old? Another thing people have said to me is, you know, that's really sad that you don't have any children of your own because you're so great with them. Yes, that's true, and I've dedicated my life to caring for children and families in need. And my response nowadays is, but I am mother to many. And every child that walks through this door and every child that I have the opportunity to care for and touch their life, they're touching my life too and I am showering them with that divine mothering energy. Next one, and this is a big one that so many women hear, is, well, you know your biological clock is ticking. What does that mean, okay? Yes, all of our clocks are ticking biologically, okay? But saying that to a woman is probably not the best thing. So these are some of the main things that I've had said to me over the years, and I wanted to share them with all of you because I'm sure many of you have heard them. But another thing I want to dial back on or circle back to is this episode, I Am Mother to Many, is centered around someone like myself who has chosen in this current lifetime not to biologically have a child. This in no way is to diminish my fellow goddesses out there who have had infertility issues who have had a child born asleep or have delivered that beautiful child and maybe they've returned home due to illness or injury. That is not what this episode is centered around. This is centered around those goddesses that have made the conscious choice, the conscious decision, that that was just not part of their life plan. And we need to start stripping away the the stigma and the prejudice and the taboo that it's not okay because that's what we're designed to do. We're designed to reproduce. And so I wanted to make sure that was known because I have had a lifetime of my own reproductive issues. I had a hysterectomy in 2011. I feel it was the best decision for me because I had struggled for so many years. And even though I knew having a biological child was not part of my life path, I am not without the struggle when it comes to reproductive health. So I wanna make sure that was made perfectly clear. So let's continue the thread and talk a little bit more about some of the myths surrounding women who have chosen not to have a child in this current existence. Not having children just shows us that you're selfish and immature. You're gonna be filled with sorrow and regret later on in life if you don't have children now. What are you going to do with all your time and money? That is an interesting one for me because, you know, just because we choose not to have a child doesn't mean that our time and our money can't be spent connected to children. Me, for example, I may not have a child in this lifetime, but I have built a thriving pediatric Reiki practice caring for children and their families And I have invested a lot of monetary resources, not just what my business brings in, but outside of that, so that I can further help children and their families. So that is just such a myth. And it's frustrating to me because we are not selfish. And we are not immature for this decision. And I think for a lot of women out there, they have been labeled the same. And I want to share with all of you today that that couldn't be further from the truth. And another thing is that selfishness is saying yes to honoring your authenticity and taking care of you, and I'm okay with you being selfish. So I just want you to remember that. Amen. So let's rewind it back, going further back into our history and talk about some of the social and cultural pressures that were placed upon women to reproduce. There was a period in our history known as the Reformation, which was in the uh, mid-1500s to the mid-1600s, and because of all the cultural and religious pressures that were placed upon women, women felt forced to reproduce and have children, and it was a way for religious leaders and societal leaders to get women from opting out of reproducing, even if it was something that they really didn't want to do if we go forward a little bit more in time, just to the 1600s, if you were not going to have a child and it was found out, you were suspected of witchcraft. So you lost your life by either being set on fire or being hung. And as someone who has dealt with past life issues, which will be a future episode of season two, and I can't wait to share that space with all of you, For some of us who are sensitives, who are intuitives and empaths, and you may have had past life regression, you may touch a little bit on one of those previous lifetimes. And for me, I learned a lot about myself and why, perhaps in this current life experience, I have chosen not to biologically have a child. Because I lost my life in a previous lifetime, and I was not only a medical experiment, but I also was hung for it too. So let's talk about a couple reasons why women choose not to biologically have a child. One of them might be they want to focus on their career. There's a lot of shaming centered around women who are picking their career, perhaps picking travel, perhaps not being so tied to religious beliefs where there's a lot of shaming and pressure placed upon women. And also the traditional relationship roles are shifting and changing, and that just doesn't fit the picture for them. And that's so okay. That's so okay. There's so much shaming centered around women making this decision. And I think what happens is it creates a lot of unnecessary stress and anxiety in the life of women where there's already enough of that going on already every day. Also too, there's um, a big myth that says, if you choose not to have a child, that obviously means that you dislike children. No, no, that couldn't be further from the truth and I'm living proof of that. Even though that has been my conscious choice, my goal in this lifetime with the work that I do is to have a long lasting impact and leaving that legacy in the life of a child. And I cannot stress that enough, how much I love and adore each of these children, that I have the great gift and blessing of mothering every day in my practice. And it's not even the children that are in my practice day to day. It's the children outside of work that I have the wonderful, loving opportunity to engage in. I'm still continuing that thread of divine, loving mother energy. So now that I've shared all this content and information you might be sitting there saying, so what's the point of all this? And the point of I am mother to many is to remind women who have chosen not to have a child in this lifetime that it's totally okay, that you are not less than, there's nothing to be ashamed about, and there's no reason to feel that your life is any less fulfilled. On the other side of that, I want to have the space so that if There is someone out there who has a natural propensity or inclination to ask another woman, when are you having children? Why aren't you having children? Your biological clock is ticking. Your life won't be as fulfilled and you'll have regret and sorrow, that you might think twice before you open your mouth and say those things because in the end they are hurtful And we really don't know a woman's full story on this. And again, like I said in the beginning of this episode, this was not centered around women who have struggled with infertility or women who perhaps have lost a child. This is all about the women who make the conscious choice, women like myself. And I'm not the only one out there. I have a lot of colleagues here in Las Vegas, and I have friends here in Vegas and elsewhere that also are living the same life, and they are very happy, and they are very fulfilled. And it doesn't mean that we dislike children. It just means that our paths are taking us in different directions. So now we've come to one of my favorite parts of the episode known as the Crystal Wisdom Corner. If you join me in season one, each time we gather, connected to our topic, I will share some crystal wisdom, and the reason behind that is that there are so many rock lovers and crystal enthusiasts out there that I feel it's important to share the information and the healing medicine or the healing properties behind the crystals so that you can incorporate them into your day-to-day life. And because our topic today is I Am Mother to Many, I felt that coral— was the perfect stone of choice. And as we know, coral is pulled from the ocean. This happens to be a piece of fossilized coral. There are a few different types of coral, fossilized, there's pink, there's purple, and there's red, there's also black. But the chakra that coral is connected to is the sacral chakra. And the sacral is our energy center that sits just below the navel. It is known as our second chakra. The sacral chakra not only stores or warehouses all our reproductive organs, right, but it also warehouses all our emotions. And so when there's imbalance to our reproductive organs and or our emotions, coral is a great stone to incorporate. Another thing I want to share with you is that coral is great for dissolving anger, right? And when we have all these pressures put upon us to have children and we have people asking us all kinds of whacked out questions as to why we're not having children, coral is a great stone to have on hand so it can help dissolve some of those triggers and some of the emotions behind what people are saying. But I also want to share that coral is great because it helps create or birth things in other areas of our life. So for example, it's great for using a project, right? If you're trying to create something new at work, perhaps you're wanting to birth a business, perhaps you're wanting to birth a new relationship, perhaps you want to birth new programs, new belief systems, new ways of thinking and feeling and loving and living, and that's where coral can be a great addition. Next, we're moving on to our everyday messages. And for those of you who may not be familiar, a few years ago, I created this great little pocket affirmation deck known as Everyday Messages. And there's 33 cards in the deck. And each time we gather on Be The Flame, I wanted to select a group or collective card, which was your upcoming message for the week. So what happens is I shuffle the deck before we gather and I select the card and I sit with the energy of that message so that I can share that with all of you. So just for today, your group message is, enjoy the gift of being present. Let's sit with that for a minute and I'm gonna repeat it back to you. Just for today, enjoy the gift of being present. So what the hell does that mean, right? Well, our, our main thing is that we should be sitting in the moment that we're in. You know, just for today, be However, most of us spend our time looking backwards where depression resides and hangs out, or we're focused forward into the future, and that's where anxiety hangs out. And we miss out on all the in-between magic, which is the gift of being present, right? So just for today, be present, be here right now, enjoy the little things. The little things are what magnify and draw in all the magical bigger things into our day-to-day reality and experience. So I think that's important and it's a really great collective card message for the episode we're talking about today, which is I am mother to many. And when you acknowledge that and when you process that and you take that into your entire reality, you will understand on a deeper level That you are mother to many, which allows you to have deeper joy in the gift of being present. Amen. So, I wanna remind you all that you're not getting off scot free because each time we gather on Be the Flame, I'm gonna be dishing out homework to each of you. And I call this segment The Feet to the Fire. And this is your opportunity to re examine all the things that I talked about today and all the information that was shared. And all the collective sacredness that we had this opportunity to join up and gather up where fire and magic meet and have homework for the upcoming weeks. So what I'd like to ask each of you is, where in your life can you make a micro move when it comes to honoring the fact that you are mother to many? Perhaps your life is dedicated to working with children. Perhaps you are an amazing auntie or you're an amazing cousin, or you're an amazing daughter, or you're an amazing friend. The fact still remains that even if you consciously chose not to have a child in this lifetime, you are absolutely mother to so, so, so many. And that is the biggest thing that I wish to impart on you, because there's been a lot of stigma and a lot of shaming through history on women that the natural path for each of us in this lifetime is to reproduce. But we can reproduce in other ways, in other of our life compartments. So I want to make sure that that's shared with all of you. I want to make sure that that's delivered to each of you. And I want to make sure that you feel honored, that you feel seen, loved, and heard. So just for today, your feet to the fire for this upcoming week is honoring the mother within you, and how can you create more space within you so that radiates more outwardly into the world around you? And so it is. So I want to take a moment to invite you to listen to season one if you haven't had an opportunity yet to tune in. We had a great first season with a lot of great content, some amazing guests that I hold near and dear to my heart, and I would love for you to take a listen. If you'd like to contact me, I would love to hear from you too. You can find me on my email at amy@therakeegal.com. At you can also connect with me on Instagram at amybarillapediatrics, on Facebook at amy Barilla pediatric reiki, and my main website amybarilla.com. Thank you.